Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenemini Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenability Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Tenemini Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana. Now today, we're going to be in the book of Revelation 19. Last week, we were in 18, and we were talking about um, <clears throat> excuse me, the fall of Babylon. And we watch Babylon fall and topple the whole system of the world was just God bless you. utterly destroyed by God. Right? And we got to see uh, all the merchants and all of the kings of the earth and presidents and all of this stuff. Everything that we believed in in the government system of things and how things work from a retail and buying and selling all of that whole system was totally destroyed. When God destroys something, totally, it tells you in the scriptures too, in 18 back, this system that he destroyed will never be seen again. When God utterly destroys something, you will see that it shouldn't have been made in the first place. Because it was there to hinder people. You'll see how the system of things that we see was made in selfishness. So now, at this point, the whole system of things is destroyed. <clears throat> and then it says in 19 and 1, After this, I heard... What seemed to be the loud voice of a great multitude. It says, the loud voice, one voice of a great multitude. So it was a lot of people. It was a multitude of things in heaven speaking as one voice. This is a... Uh, demonstration 
of things to come in the afterlife on how it works. One voice with one thought. And it cried out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belongs to our God. Now, we see that hallelujah means to God be praised. You can't get a higher praise. And people will say, you know, hallelujah means the highest praise. But you have to understand the word itself is not as important as what was going on for them to say hallelujah. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? We say hallelujah all the time. Mm -hmm. But you have to think that the whole world system is destroyed and God is about to implicate his system of things forever and ever. <laughs> That's the highest praise you can have. We say hallelujah for the things that go on in our life that God does mm -hmm. or what we see God do. We'll say hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But this is God implementing things that we have read about. That has been prophesied in the Bible. And these things are actually happening at this point. When you reach this. And these, and it, and it says the great multitude in heaven. They were already in heaven. So you're in heaven. Watching God move things in the direction of forever and ever peace. That is a reason to say hallelujah. So the highest praise is not the word. The highest praise is the thought behind what is going on at the time and why they said it. Right? Two says, For his judgments are true and just, for he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immoralities and you have to think about all of the things that this system that man has put in place has done to people has killed people has caused people to commit suicide has utterly destroyed nations right and then made themselves rich off of it. He says, and it says, and has avenged on her the blood of his servants. So the hallelujah just doesn't come from them praising God. The hallelujah comes from God moving. And making things the way it should be. And not the way man has made it. He's putting the things back to the way it should have been from the beginning. The way he had it at first. 
3 says, once more they cried out, hallelujah. The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. Once this system was destroyed, the smoke goes up forever and ever. As a reminder of what was and is now gone. So you see the saints have a lot to say. Because the reason we go through so much with the people that we deal with, family members, uh, friends, relatives, strangers, church. trying church folks, mm -hmm. when we're trying to get people to act right and do right, mm -hmm. and they look at you like you crazy, it's because of the way the system of things is put together, and they love it mm -hmm. more than God. You see? So the praise is that all of that is done away with. And the people are avenged that were on the receiving end of that stuff. For it says, And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who has seated on the throne, saying, Amen. Hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. I mean, when you see God moving and doing things, it just makes you fall on your face. Because <laughs> you realize that you have chosen the right side to be on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you have to think about it. All of the people that give you grief about being in Christ. Right. And then you see this stuff going and, and coming to pass. And you're like, I knew it. I knew this was real. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Right. And you watch all of this stuff fall. That was not in place at first. And how it just crumbled. And the things that crumbled was the stuff that the other people that give you all this grief is worshiping. Well, I believe in this and that, but I don't believe in all of that. Uh -huh. Or they'll tell you, this is the, you know, yeah, I, be I believe in Christ and all this, but this is the real world. Uh -huh. right. I got real problems. Uh -huh. Or you'll tell them and they'll, they'll tell you something that's going on in their life and you'll say, did you pray about it? Uh, you know, I I, I I pray, but, you know, uh -huh. I, I, I really got to. This is this is a real problem. So, uh -huh. yeah, right. Like being in crisis for play, uh -huh. right, right. And you hear all that, and you keep all of that, and you see all of that, and all the people that laugh at you and turn their backs on you and curse you out and say all these crazy things to you. Mm -hmm. And now at this point, it's real, right. 
you see it for yourself, and they see it too. Uh huh. Right. And you say hallelujah. Praise God. Uh -huh. So it says, praise God, all you, you his servants, you who fear him, small and great, doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are, if you are a big eye or a little you, <laughs> doesn't matter, you praise him, you praise him. 6 says, Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude. Now, don't forget, as we go through this, we always talk about, this is still John jotting all this stuff down. Uh -huh. Can't forget that. Right. Then I heard what seems to be the voice of a great multitude. Like the roar of many waters and like the sound of might, of mighty peals of thunder crying out. Now, we have heard that on a number of occasions. We see that in the book of Exodus. When you hear these roaring waters, this voice, and mighty peals of thunder crying out, this explains to you and lets you see that this is God. He says, he's crying out, and he says, Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. So we see where it says where the people are really rejoicing and exalting God's name because they know the end is near. Mm -hmm. You see? Right. They know we are getting right to the end of everything. God is taking over everything. Mm -hmm. So he says, let us rejoice yeah. and exalt and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, mm -hmm. and his bride has made herself ready. Who's the bride? We're the bride. Mm -hmm. right. We have gotten ourselves ready. We have done what we were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We have made it in. And then it says, it was granted her to clothe herself with fine linens, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. Now, what you see about the righteous deeds of the saints, and say, like, well, I thought we couldn't do anything to get ourselves in. No, this is what you did after you came to Christ and got yourself in. You come to Christ first. Your deeds count after you bring yourself to Christ. These mean nothing without being in Christ. So you can do good deeds your whole life and not be in Christ and not make it in. But you have to bring yourself to Christ first. Then your deeds count for something. 
You see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 9 says, And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must not do that. Can you imagine? You falling in the, I mean, because you see all of this majesty as a man. You know? Now, you see, because you have to understand that John is in the spirit, but he's still human. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's just watching and, and, and putting down everything that's going down, but he is not one of these spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. So he still has a humanistic part of himself there. Right, right. So he saw a majestic being. He see all of this stuff going down, and he saw it, and he just got on his feet, and he just fell down at his feet. <laughs> and you hear this angel say, "Wait, don't be doing that." Trying to get me in trouble. What's wrong with you? Right. Right. (laughs) He said, I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. That's right. He said, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet. It's interesting how the angel said these things, but then he comes back and says that he's a fellow servant with you and your brothers. Mm-hmm. I serve Jesus just like you do. Right. See, the only difference between heaven and earth was the things in it and how they operated. One operates in the spiritual, one operates in the natural. Mm-hmm. Our world operates in the natural under spiritual guidance. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. But the testimony of Jesus is, and it says, um, where am I? It says, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. Right. He said, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy. There's a spirit called prophecy. And that prophecy is about Jesus Christ. Uh That spirit of prophecy's testimony is about Christ. See how even going all the way to Revelation 19, we're still talking about Christ. Mm-hmm. You cannot leave him out of the book. Right. No matter what book you're talking about. That's right. 11 says, Then I saw heaven open up, and behold, a white horse, the one sitting on it, is called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems. And he has a name written that no one knows but himself. 
you would have to be at all to see a name that nobody in the world can pronounce. All right. Nobody. All right. Nobody understands what it is or what it means. To understand who and what Jesus is fully is way out of our ballpark. <laughs> you see what I mean? Three says, He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which He is called is the Word of God. His clothes was dipped in blood, huh? Thirteen. Did I skip that thing? You said three. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, thirteen. Thirteen says, He is clothed in the robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, even if you can't read the name that's on his forehead, no nation can read this name, mm -hmm. but they understand he is the word of God regardless. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 14 says, And the armies of heaven, arrayed in fine linens, white and pure, were following him on white horses. Mm -hmm. So, Jesus at this time is on a white horse. He's looking all majestic. He got angels. They all on white horses. Isn't it interesting how we look at angels and we see that they have wings? So why would they need horses if they got wings? But that's a whole other story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it says in 15, From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nation. And he will rule them with a rod of iron. Uh -huh. He will rule them with a rod of iron. Can you imagine being ruled by Jesus Christ with a rod of iron? Uh -huh. Very different from the Jesus that you see in the Bible or how they portray him right. in the Bible. Right. Oh, great one. Touching him. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Peter asks, What's going on, Jesus? We need you. Oh, don't worry. Everything's going to be all fine. That is not Jesus of this Bible. But they portray him as this meek and, oh, I bless you, my son. And all that kind of stuff. Jesus came. And he came. And he's still doing the same thing. It says with a rod of iron. So you're going to betray him to be this meek and lolly dada God. But all of a sudden now he coming here. I ain't playing with y'all. He wasn't never playing with us to begin with. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know how many times we, we saw Jesus flip tables. Peter has said some things to Jesus. Jesus said, get behind thee, Satan. Uh -huh. Satan was tempting him when he was hungry and, and he was tired. Right. And he kept telling him things and 
Jesus got to the point where he said, do not tempt the Lord thy God. I'm done. Right. <laughs> and after he said that, Satan ain't say nothing else to him. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, Jesus wasn't playing, but they, they don't portray him as God, as he is. Even though he was here in flesh, he still had the spirit of who he is in him. Right, right. And to say that he was anything less than what he's betraying himself to be now is a lie. He would, and it says, he will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God, the Almighty. On his robe, it said he will tread the winepress. Mm -hmm. Which means he agrees upon this. Right. Whatever God's wrath is, I'm right with it. Uh -huh. Right. I'm not going to, well, God, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. These people, no. God, like, okay, Jesus, like, okay. If this is it, this is it. Right? Mm -hmm. Jesus tells you in the scripture that, you know, it's going to be a difference between the sheep and the goats. Uh -huh. That's right. Goats ain't going to make it. But you hear people all the time talking about, I'm the goat. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm the goat. No thanks. Well, I'm the sheep. Right. <laughs> and I'm going right. to make it in. Right. <laughs> right. We use these terms, these evil, treacherous, God-forsaken terms, mm -hmm. and put them in our everyday talk. Uh-huh. Right. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And you hear saints of God saying this stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it ain't nothing. It's, it's, it's just the times. Uh -uh. And this time we're on as a man or woman of God, you should know. Stop. Yeah. 16 says, on his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written. King of kings and Lord of lords. When you read that, it says king in capital letters of kings, smaller kings. Because there is no capital king of capital kings. There is only a capital king of smaller people who believed in their kings. <laughs> and there's a capital lord over... Little people that think that they lords. Uh -huh. Right? Right. Then I saw an angel standing in 17 in the sun. And with a loud voice he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead. Come gather for the great supper of God. To eat the flesh of the kings. The flesh of the captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. Wow. Wow. The great feast for the birds. 
make you go outside and be kind of like looking over your head. <laughs> uh -huh. Think about the birds. And I mean, when you read this, you see what the birds are here for. Right. And then you look outside and you hear chirping. Birds are everywhere. Right. And they go anywhere they want to go. Right. Right. You can't make, you know how you can quarantine polar bears and you can quarantine lions. And birds go wherever they want to go. Right. <laughs> they fly wherever they fly. Right. Uh-huh. I catch them all. Yeah. God used these animals for his purpose. Uh -huh. And you see his purpose. To eat the flesh of all of these people. Yeah. Remember at Noah's Ark when God was mad at the world and he said, I'm going to destroy everything. And then he says, and the animals too. And he was like, why, why would you destroy the animals? They didn't do anything. Uh -huh. But they ain't got no need to be here. Right. If man is not here. Because right. these animals are God's cleanup crew. Uh -huh. <laughs> if man is not here to tear up stuff, right. <laughs> they don't need them being here. So when he decided and he saw favor in Noah, mm -hmm. he was like, okay, well, we'll just keep two of the animals, two of everything. Uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. Because now animals are needed because man is still going to be here. Uh -huh. Right. Long as man is here, animals are here. Right. And remember, God set up the animals and everything first. Uh -huh. Man was the last thing was here. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, they're the first thing gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. now, that, now that man is gone, you see all of these animals, all of these birds. Mm -hmm. They're God's cleanup crew at this point. 19 says, And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth with their armies gathering to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army. You see that? Mm -hmm. I mean, but do you understand that there is a war that's about to go down uh -huh. while the birds are eating the flesh of the men and stuff all over the world? Mm. You, you see, you, you're getting the picture. Mm. This ain't something like this just happened, they cleared out everything, and now this happens. No, this is all happening at the same time. Mm. Not to mention, all of the destruction that was happening earlier. Mm -hmm. It's all still going down. Mm -hmm. So, it says in 19, And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth with their armies gathering to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army. So, there was coming this beast I saw the beast and the kings of the earth. Because remember, the kings of the earth gave all their power over to the beast. Remember that? Mm -hmm. So they running with the beast. Whatever the beast want to do, that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So you see Jesus coming. You're about to make war on Jesus. Now remember, we talked about how these, uh, these shows that we watch now on TV mm -hmm. always show how man 
conquers these alien visitors. We always somehow, no matter how big and powerful the alien visitor is, we always come together and we conquer. We win. And we're getting trained from a, a mental standpoint and an emotional standpoint to, to learn that if anything from any other planet or anything that comes out of the ordinary comes here, we are to destroy it. So it won't be hard for us at this point where the beast is ready to fight on our behalf and the kings of the earth, which is all the presidents and United Nations, just put it that way, they give all of their clout over to this beast because think about Superman. Think about any of the superheroes. When things get bad on this earth, they turn over their power to these superheroes to help destroy whatever is going on mm -hmm. that they can't handle. Right? right? That's what you see with these superhero movies. Right. So it's just like, oh, this thing is coming and we're going to turn out, okay, the beast is the only one who can stop them. Mm -hmm. So the United Nations give all the power over to the beast. Beast go out there and get him. And we back him. So then we see in 20, after that happens, and the beast go out there and try to conquer Christ uh -huh. and his army. <laughs> For one part, Christ don't even need an army, but he has one anyway. Right. Right? right. So we read him. So this army uh, with the beast, the kings of the earth, they go out to fight Christ and his army. In 20 it says, and the beast was captured. Mm -hmm. And with it, the false prophet, mm -hmm. who was in his presence, had done the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worship its image. After you see that, you see these two were thrown alive in the lake of fire that was burned with sulfur. These two things, these two deities. Uh -huh. So the beast, now remember, the kings of the earth turned all of their power over to the beast. The beast goes out to fight. The beast gets captured, because that wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. Not only did the beast get captured, but the Antichrist got caught. Mm -hmm. So the beast and the Antichrist, Christ threw both of them into the lake of fire. Right. Alive. So what you see is Christ capturing this beast. He gets the Antichrist and you get to see what happens to him. This lake of fire, wherever it is or however it's set up, you get to see them go in there alive. Uh -huh. 21 says, and the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse. And all the birds were gorged with their flesh. Now, see where it says the rest, all of these kings of the earth, all of the people that was with the beast, mm -hmm. the ones who took the, and all of the people that took the mark of the beast, mm -hmm. it says 
They were all slain by the sword. The one sword. Not with God's army. Not with Jesus' army. Mm -hmm. Just with what he said. From the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse. And it gives you an idea of God's army. See, we look at Jesus' army as, oh, he has a whole army just like what we see on TV. And you see somebody leading the charge. Mm -hmm. But when you look back and you see all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus is the word of God. Mm-hmm. All you see is a bunch of scriptures. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine? Scriptures just killing you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Mm. It says, and the rest were slain by the sword that came from his mouth. And the sword is a two-edged sword, which is the word of God. Of him who was sitting on his horse. And all the birds gorged on with their flesh. Uh-huh. So after they got a, after they got beat down by the scriptures. Uh-huh. With nothing left to do. But the birds had something else to eat. There you go. And you think about some of the biggest birds. That eats like buzzards. And uh-huh. All them type things you know. Yeah. Some huge birds. Mm-hmm. Scavengers. Right. <laughs> Something else. What I want you to understand is that this thing is real. Mm-hmm. We see how the Word of God conquered all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Not only did Jesus come with his army. But his army was scripture. Because at the end of the day. You're going to be slain. Because of what you didn't believe in his scripture. Right. Make Christ your Lord and Savior. And avoid all of this. This is going to save your soul. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for the scriptures that we read today. We thank you for all the things that we've seen in the scriptures. We, we, we thank you for giving us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of knowing that at the end, you will conquer. Father, that is a true hallelujah praise. Uh We thank you. And we bless your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Washington and Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel.
Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.